Ready? <laughs> oh, I'm ready, Shelby. Hey, book lovers. Welcome to another exciting episode of Miss Willa's Book Club. I'm Shelby. And I'm Jenna. We're your hosts, and we're excited to be here with you today discussing our favorite thing, books. Whether you're a fan of magical fantasy realms or a hopeless romantic, we have the perfect book recommendations for you. So grab your bookmarks and get cozy, because each episode we'll be discussing viral books on BookTok and Bookstagram. And don't forget that drink of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back, Shelby. Welcome back. We're here on for part two of... A Court of Wings and Rune. Yay! Or Akawar. <laughs> so if you haven't watched the first part, it's already out. Uh, we recommend listening to that first before you listen to today's episode. <laughs> but as a reminder, uh, spoilers. Lots of spoilers. Yes. So spoil- Lots of connections. Yeah. So spoilers for all of Akatar, Throne of Glass, and Crescent City. Perfect. So, I love it. Let's yes. get on with it. Perfect. Give us a follow and you'll catch up with all of our episodes. We're so excited to be on this SJM deep dive. And yeah, let's get into it. Akawar. <laughs> I'm so excited. Like now knowing like how much I caught here, I know we get a lot of background mm-hmm. in Akasif. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited Good. to see how much we're going to get there too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so I had, uh, we briefly touched on this before we moved to like further in the book as we yeah. get closer to the meeting with the High Lords mm-hmm. and um, the battle. Yeah. There was one more thing I wanted to talk about on when Vera goes into Lucian's mind. Yeah. And is, uh, when they're in the library or, or when they're in the, uh, I think they're in the House of Wind. Right. And, they're in the library in the House of Wind. Yeah. 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 And um, Elaine is just looking out the window and... Mm-hmm. Lucian, this is the first time that he's seen her, and he doesn't really realize that Vera and Nesta are there. And yeah. Vera kind of like, you know, holds Nesta back. And um, the specific part that I was interested in, it's as uh, Lucian is thinking about Elaine, and she goes, or he goes, uh, but he couldn't breathe as she faced him fully. She was the most beautiful female he'd ever seen. Betrayal, queasy and oily, slid through his veins. He said the same thing to just just Minda. Just mm-hmm. mean to know, yeah. say your name once. <laughs> but even as the shame washed through him, the words, the scent chanted, mine, you're mine, and I am yours, mate. Did that remind you of Rowan's fake bond? Oh, in what sense? Well, because remember, Rowan kind of had that when the, wasn't it a human maybe? Before like when, before he meets Aelin. Yeah. And he thinks this other woman is there, but it's like, it kind of feels off. But he's like, oh, but you're my mate. But like, this is weird and she's like, like i thought mates were different yeah and mm-hmm. I, for some reason that like him feeling betrayed for thinking that and stuff yeah. and i don't know his reaction of like oh well it's this you know chemical pull of saying like oh i'm mm-hmm. i'm your mate but this doesn't feel right but it must be because i can smell it 
Right. I and thought, like there's a bond there. There's a bridge there. Like I can see it. I can sense it. I can feel it. I can smell it. All the things. But I do wonder about like a fake mating bond because at no point is Elaine comforted by Lucian's presen- presence. Like she, she'll like chat with him every now and then, but like she usually stands back away from him. Even when he like pulls down the bond, she's like, why did you do that? What was that? Why did that just mm-hmm. happen? But she's very comforted by Azrael. She does seem at ease in his company a lot more. Yeah. Than like, like anybody else. Even Feyre makes a note that like mm-hmm. um, Elaine would be very comfortable in the night court. And she would just have to look at Azrael for comfort. And. <laughs> okay. How nosy. <laughs> Sarah is so nosy and everybody else's relationships. Yes. Oh, I would never do that. I would never pry like that. So nosy. She's nosy (laughs) about Nesta and Cassian. She's nosy about Lucian and how he's feeling. She's nosy about Moore and Cassian. Moore and Asriel. Yeah, Amran and Mary. Reese and Crusader. (laughs) She is just like nosy about literally everybody else's relationships, which honestly was funny. I loved it. I loved it. But I kind of forgot how much she's, like, poking her nose and everything. I know. Because she's the one that's, like, all right, Lucian, like, try to try to get in your mind. Like, let's see. Let's see what's going on behind that. But, yeah, it was, yeah, she made a lot of, a lot of really good observations on, like, Elaine and Asriel specifically. Like, she was clearly looking for it and paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, that was really cool to, like, see that this time around. Like, how comfortable Elaine really is with Asriel. She is. yeah. And there were many times where, like, Asriel would, like, give a sly smile and, like, mm-hmm. put out his arm and she would come and, like, shyly grab it and they would go out to the garden. Yeah, I thought that was sweet, too. Mm-hmm. He just, he seems to read her so much faster or better than everybody else, too. Like, he's the one who realizes she's a right. seer and that she's not just crazy. Yeah. Like, he reads that. And when um, Farah and Az go to save Elaine when the cauldron has taken her towards the end. Yeah. And she has this, like, looking at him, like, you came for me yeah. kind of reaction of, like, Mm-hmm. That she, he was the one that she was looking to yeah. be saved by. And there were a lot of points where, like, they'd all be having a conversation and Fair would notice they were, like, looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Which just makes me feel bad for Lucian because maybe it is a real meaning blonde and it's, like, how Thera uh, was with Tamlin and Reese in the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she was already had interest in somebody yeah. else. And so it wasn't that she disliked Reese, but she didn't have the same, like, super strong gut pull at the very beginning right like she grew into that mm-hmm. and so maybe elaine can grow into that with lucian too yeah but yeah, i love I the three brothers three sisters oh kind gosh. of uh, trope would be yeah. nice so i loved how much um favor had to say about as or not Azra, uh cassian and nesta too oh my gosh them <laughs> in this book that's what i was saying what what i was saying before we started talking about spoilers about uh, like teasers for the next one like oh my gosh their so little excited. relationship i know so like even in this book when They're he's like you up. won't do it if you don't train and she's like why would i train with you and he's like you will it will, and they're like constantly looking to each other or for each other mm-hmm. in this book, like in a very serious and intense way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like um, at one point when they're at one of the battles and 
Nesta. I just picture her with her arms crossed, just like on top of the battlefield, like watching, watching Cassian. Oh, this specifically. <laughs> well, and when she calls him back when the cauldron's power is about to be used, she's, and is like frantic. She's like, no, 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 back here now. Yeah, she's like, you get back here now. Ooh, yeah. chills. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen some like TikToks about it, and when she's screaming his name like Cassian, yeah. like in the back, I'm like, I get chills because they're my, clearly like my favorite couple, but I'm like, oh my gosh. There was one point though where Feyre goes, wow, I didn't realize you've been watching the general's actions so, so well. So closely, yeah. <laughs> well, and vice versa because... Uh, yeah, she recognizes when Cassian is hurt and stuff and nobody else yeah. has even noticed. But there's some point when Cassian is reads her well also. Mm-hmm. And Vera makes a comment about like, oh, I didn't know that Cassian was so good at reading people, but I guess you have to be to command armies because you need to know like yes. if they, I don't know. I need forgot to be about that comment. Or and so it is another example of how they're well matched mm-hmm. in needing to be able to understand some other people's right. feelings around them. Oh so interesting yeah. i love it oh man i love to hear about the mates and like everybody's theories on the mating bonds and everything it's so interesting do you think that amory can have a mate now that she's just a high faith i hope so but i wonder because she's yeah because now she's like not made anymore well she's still is made she? but so is farah farah is made yeah Oh, I and remember wonder. at the end of this book, she's like no longer, right? Like she's, they mm-hmm. say like, oh, she's just a high fae now. Yeah. <gasps> I don't oh, think yeah, it's going to be a strong thing necessarily in the series, but it makes me wonder if that could be in the background. I know. I love her relationship with Varian. I love, I love when he comes, when they're like all together <laughs> and he comes in and they just like start kissing. He just picks her up and walks away. They're like, all right, see ya. <laughs> When, like, there has been, like, no say about what has been going on with them. Well, but, they've like, been they so knew. quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, we knew that they had a serious enough thing that <laughs> he warned Amran, you know, about, like, the attack in Summer Court. Right. And, you know, obviously yeah. all of Night Court comes to save Summer Court because of that. And that she's, like, wearing the jewels underneath yes. her shirt, you know. Like. <laughs> and Farrah goes, good luck prying those off of her. Yeah. She won't take them off. <laughs> yeah so that was really really sweet and oh yeah. then like before Amran goes in the cauldron and is like oh yeah well free me and like yeah i'll i'll try and only take out everybody else and Baron's like no please don't He's like, do no, that but i love you it was so sweet please don't go that was a really sweet moment so i, yeah, I really that was so sweet i don't remember if they have any moments like that akasif or if they should move on from that but yeah i, I would love either. more of it i would love <laughs> me more too. of it Oh my gosh. And like kind of on like the relationship and mating bonds, um, the relationship between Moore, Asriel and Cassian was really interesting this time around. Yeah. I took like a special note of the way they were acting towards each other because there were so many times when Asriel would like look at Moore or try to react with Moore, try to have a conversation. And she just like wouldn't have it in a way that was just like unnecessary but then every time something would happen, she would look to Cassian. Mm. So as would look at more, more would look at Cassian. Mm. And I thought that was really interesting because Cassian was looking at Nesta, but it's like, I wonder if more actually does have feelings for Cassian. Mm. I think she's just like really comfortable with Cassian. Like they went Mm -hmm. through a big thing together and then he helped save her. And, um, when, all of that shit went down in yeah. autumn court 
I don't think she has romantic feelings for him. I think it's just like a real, like she trusts and values him as a very, very close friend. And I think that she does have that for Az, but she was too scared of him thinking that it was more. Mm -hmm. She didn't want him to think it was more than it was. And so I think she would default to looking at Cass because that was the safer option of her two best friends. Because there's, there's some mention of, and I think it was from... Feyre's point of view but when they were all together and Moore had looked at Cassian for something and Cassian looked at Nesta and said something like like what do you think like I want to hear your opinion Mm -hmm. and Moore gets visibly upset Mm. and there were like a few moments where like Moore would get visibly upset oh that's true I did notice that actually that that was odd Uh uh-huh and I'm like Clearly, I'll know more after Akasif, but, like, I think there were a few moments in Akasif where she's like, what are you doing with Nesta of all people? Uh, yeah, and it was hard to tell if she was just being mm-hmm. protective of a close friend because she doesn't like Nesta that much. Yeah. Because most of them don't, right? At yeah. least in the beginning, most of them are pretty annoyed right. with both sisters because they know Farah's point of view mm-hmm. and they think it's unfair that the older sisters left her to fend for the whole family. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I'll be interested in Akasif to see if it feels more like jealousy or if it feels more of like protecting a, protecting a close a friend. friend. Yeah. 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 I'll be interested to see that too. Because to be fair, I think Reese is probably also kind of like that and he's clearly not interested yeah. in either of them. But I feel like he also has the same protective, like you sure that's the one kind of attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he does have that a little bit. I think so Az is the one that everybody is. Uh, that's the one I will watch the most, I mm-hmm. think, in Akasif because I think that's the one that people are going to be the most protective over because mm-hmm. they know he's already been pining for more, who's yeah. not going to work out. And now he's pining for Elaine, who is supposedly mated to someone else. And, oh, poor Az. <laughs> well, so it just, it makes you wonder. Yeah. I think everybody's like trying to protect him from heartbreak too. Yeah. And I could, I could definitely see that. I did notice towards the end of the book though, Az stopped looking at more as much mm-hmm. and started looking at Elaine a little mm-hmm. bit more. His interests were shifting. Yeah. And so I liked that. Um, yeah. I, so when they were also at that same battle that Nesta was like watching Cassian and more finally tells Feyre mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that? The timing felt so weird. Yeah, it did feel a little odd. Like I was gonna tell you before you left, but now I have to tell you so. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel it like felt it's not a little too late. Like that's the wrong way to put it. Cause it never too yeah. late. Right. I'm always proud of People anybody for coming out when it, when it's time for them. Right. But man, it felt like that dragged on way longer than it needed to. Like, I feel like literally 500 years. Yeah. And I understand there's a lot of, you know, stigma in that, in the society she grew right. up in, but I mean, she's been so close with the inner circle for 500 years. Exactly. Seems like somewhere along that time. And like, nobody's noticed. Yeah, I don't know. That's crazy to me. So that was, yeah, I thought that was a little bit interesting. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was like almost, oh gosh, I don't want to say this because I don't want to be like like cruel or like insensitive or anything. But like, I kind of felt like it was a little bit like a cop out because Mm -hmm. like she had been with, was it Helion that she was with? Mm -hmm. She had been with Helion and granted like Helion likes both, both genders, sexes, whatever. But it's like, why would you so willingly go to bed with somebody else if you know that that's not what you want? Well, she said that she enjoys that sometimes just from like a 
physical entertainment perspective but yeah. like in general she connects better with women is what she said yeah um i just ha- i hated that scene more from a like yes. oh it's basically rubbing it in as's face she so did that it she on purpose so that he doesn't think you know whatever. you're his, just hurting him yeah like his big declaration of love instead of just saying hey i don't feel that way she's like oh let me try and make you feel worse and jealous exactly <laughs> like let me try to show you that you don't even have a shot like if you guys are this close and you right? have been for so long, like use your words. Like let's like be mature, like Faye mm-hmm. <laughs> and not hurt each other. Yeah. And so I, th- my guess is that's how I'll feel about Akasif is mm-hmm. that more is trying to hold on to the sense of normalcy of what the three of their relationship was like. Yeah. And that Nesta is throwing a wrench in that. Because yeah. more was his focus for so many right. years. Which I'm glad there are being wrenches thrown into this because that's just like a toxic oh, friendship. Oh, so unhealthy. Yeah. It so unhealthy. And it's just like not fair. Like they all deserve to be happy and more clearly isn't happy. Mm-hmm. So I hope she finds somebody else to kind of have her attention on because mm-hmm. all of her attention is on Azrin, Azrael and Cassian. Mm-hmm. I said Azian. <laughs> i'm really curious to know more about asriel i can't wait till it's either his book or he's a focus in a book because he's also talked about kind of like how reese has talked about so differently yeah he's talked about so differently and i just want to know what makes him so different there's a point where um when he's telling feyra about like uh what's it vasa yeah, or, yeah the firebird yeah when he's talking about like everything that had happened in the past um and like basically how like the weakest link can actually be your strongest strength <laughs> and i thought that was so interesting because favorite even takes note at one point he says their kind not yep. our kind mm-hmm. their kind so i'm like what else is going on with asriel Mm-hmm. like he sees himself as other well he sees himself as other i think part of that is because he didn't grow up with them remember because he grew yeah. up like trapped in that room right like not getting to be an illyrian like everyone else and so i think he doesn't feel a part of that mm-hmm. and like learning to fly so late but but he was like 11 so it's still been almost 500 years that he's been a part of them yeah so it makes me think that there's more to it yeah when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I've seen some people try to theorize that um, Vasa is uh, Lucian's real mate and not not Elaine. Yeah. What do you think of that? Um. So I didn't I didn't take like particular attention to it when I was reading it, but I remembered it from last time. Mm-hmm. And when they come back and they're just like so close and everything, I Lucian was clearly so much happier. Yeah. And so. I think I would like it. And like if she's a firebird, Lucian's power is fire. Like they would Feels go like so well. Yeah. Well, and the way that her personality is described is more mm-hmm. like, um, what, <coughs> just, uh, how do I keep her name? Just Minda? Just Minda? Just Minda. Yes. Um, yeah. It's more like her, the other woman mm-hmm. that he was so 
um, in love with that yeah. he saw murdered by his family. And Jasminda is so unlike Elaine. Yes. I think it's just part of the reason why I find that interesting. He makes that comment a few times. Mm-hmm. Like, so, it's just so different. So that stuck out a little bit. Yeah. And I was just interested. I know. And I don't remember, does Lucian go back with Fasa? No, I don't think so. I he think he stays. goes back to um, Spring Court. I mean, sorry, to um, Night Court, doesn't he? Okay. Because Elaine remember. at the very last minute, like, Vera kind of nudges her and then she oh. invites him to come. She's like, oh, I guess you could come back and stay with us. He's like, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> That's my mate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what did you think about uh, when they finally realize that Elaine is a seer and so they start talking and, like, she, they start to realize that everything she's saying is a vision mm-hmm. first Every vision that she has in this book comes true in this book. And so we don't have, we're not left with any like strings. So I'm excited to see what visions she has in the next book. Mm. But there's a point where Cassian goes, oh, it's going to take more than that to kill me. And she goes, no, it's not. No, it's not. Then she just looks at him. Akasif, isn't that the one? Doesn't he die in Akasif too? I don't remember. I mean, like dying, come back, kind of like Reese did. Because Nesta is like, is death and is like, yeah fuck no that's not happening <laughs> i actually don't remember oh well I, i'm pretty sure something <laughs> like that happens because i kind of feel like that same ploy happening a little mm-hmm. bit and except although it's been a while so maybe yeah. i'm misremembering i know i'm excited to see i think because i think Akasif is my favorite and which is why i'm drawing like so much from it but yeah i don't know i wonder if if it's not an Akasif, like is something gonna happen and casting's actually gonna die Mm. I saw this wild theory on TikTok that through Akasif, um, Cassian had actually died on the battle and everything happening in Akasif is just Nesta trying to get through all of her trauma. Yeah, I feel like that's that's kind of like when <laughs> people say that Harry Potter was all just in his mind because he was like, uh, <laughs> you know, locked in the cupboard and was literally going crazy. I'm like, okay, that's a little bit of a stretch it's for me. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> It's like, sure, that, that could it, be theories, yeah, but, like, uh, uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, my god. For me, at least. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, that is so funny. Um. Okay, so, thinking of people. Yeah. Let's talk some more about Lucian and his family line. Oh, my gosh. I love it when they're at the High Lords meeting, and Reese goes, whatever you just figured out, please don't say it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And she, yeah, Farrah tells uh, Reese that she thinks Lucian is actually Helion's son yeah. and not Baron's. And Reese is like, how have I not thought about that before? Exactly. <laughs> He's like, how have I not connected those dots? But it'll be interesting because we can't, I don't know how we could prove that. I know. But there's just like the implications of that yeah. are so interesting. So we know that he has fire from his mom because his mm-hmm. mom is strong. From Autumn Court also. Because Feyre asks, well, like, why would he still have fire? Mm-hmm. And then they start talking about his mom and how powerful his mom was. Right. But it makes his eye maybe start to make more sense, too. Uh-huh. Because Helion is the curse breaker, right? <gasps> oh, yes. And so it makes me wonder if maybe that's, like, if Lucian is getting a little bit of those powers and he's just happening to get it through his eye of, like, seeing through yeah. c- curses or, uh, I don't know 
spells and bonds yeah. and things like if he's seeing through things the same way that Helion could or maybe he's getting that power from him maybe he already had those powers and the eyes like exemplifying it yeah like maybe it's like strengthened it it's given it a place to focus yeah sort of. oh my gosh that's so interesting well and i just love Helion too <laughs> yeah <laughs> but so the other thing that is interesting about if Helion really is lucian's dad yeah so Helion has no other heirs right. that we know of Tamlin has no other heirs that we know of uh-huh. for, for spring court. And then there's Autumn. So it kind of really leaves all three of those courts, I think, open to... Well, well I think Eris would in. take over. But well, for right now. For but right like, now. it just makes... I don't know that everybody right. in Autumn court is going to survive all this stuff. I know. Stuff, so. <laughs> well, because it's crazy because um, Feyre asks him, would you like to be... Would mm-hmm. you like to be High Lord? He's he like, goes, eh. Nobody's ever asked me that. He's like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I would. Because um, she and, thinks he would be good at it. Right. Because he knows she the does. people. Yeah. And so part of me does wonder, like, maybe. And that's why his brothers hated him so much was because he was so powerful. Mm-hmm. And if he's got that, like, High Lord power, I wonder I wonder where that would be placed. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. I would think it would be either Summer Court or Autumn Court because I think Tamlin could give him the court, but I don't think he would have, like, an affinity for it. Like, it's not actually in his blood. Mm, that's true because mm-hmm. if we go back to – uh, I don't know if it was Akatar the beginning of Akamath when um, Reese is describing the courts and he says that the magic from the seasonal courts come from the High Lord itself. Yeah. And that the ones from the solar or whatever come like yeah. from the rest of the world or whatever that it, they don't necessarily have control over it. So that's, I could see that, that someone, whoever replaces Tamlin, if Tamlin ever dies, because there are just a lot of people theorizing that they happen, right? <laughs> as a part of his redemption arc. Yeah. But it would have to be a replacement high lord that the magic could come from him so i don't think that lucian could work in spring court because he wouldn't be able to provide that power right i didn't think about that until now i didn't either but i think that totally writes off spring for me then yeah ending up because he's got his mom from the autumn court, but then his dad from, from summer. summer. Or not summer, day. day. Oh, you're right. You're right. It's dumb. I keep saying summer. That's okay. It's day yeah. court, but you're absolutely yeah. right. So I wonder. That's so interesting. Yeah. So that makes me then lean even more into thinking that at some point, maybe day, day he'll have to step into. Oh my gosh. But I just wonder how it'll be proved. I know. Me too. Well, I loved it too, because when Feyre is like talking to Helion after the fact and he's telling about like this affair and everything, mm-hmm. he was like, like, he loved her so much. How freaking smart was um, the high lady? She wasn't a high lady, but like mm-hmm. the wife of the Baron. Uh, Baron. How smart was she that she's like, I'm having an affair and she knew she was pregnant. So she was still sleeping <laughs> with, yeah, disgusting. But yeah makes sense why she loves lucian he's the favorite (laughs) i know but it kind of seemed like baron wouldn't really or i'm sorry not baron helion would be wouldn't be really surprised if he found out that lucian was his because he kind of kept giving these little like winks and like hmm we had a good time (laughs) right like i don't think that he knew knew Mm -hmm. but i don't think he would be surprised if he found if somebody suggested it Right. I feel like Helion's the type of High Lord where if he if he actually knew for a fact, he wouldn't have like he would have taken him in. He would have like done something about it mm-hmm. sooner. 
um, kind of thinking back on like the spring court and everything. What did you think about Tamlin's redemption arc? Do you think this was the redemption arc? I guess I don't know if it was the whole redemption arc, mm-hmm. but I do think he was in the process of redeeming himself there. I think yeah. we, we touched on it briefly earlier, but his behavior at the High Lords meeting, yeah, you know, was Shitty. rough. <laughs> I mean, those were definitely low blows. Like the, definitely. the little sounds that she makes before she comes. Oh, like, oh my God. Like, I mean, oh yeah, they, they were really low blows. But at the same time, Pharaoh was literally a, like Trojan horse completely took down his court from within. And she made them so vulnerable. And he still showed up to that meeting. He still showed up Mm -hmm. and was like, I don't care how much I hate you. I care about making sure the world is okay. Yeah. And so he's like, I might be He gave them all of Highbrain's plans. Yeah. And, and then when he saves her, um, when, after they're like grabbing Elaine. Oh my gosh. Not only does he attack some of the hounds, um, to like let her try and take off, but yeah. he also gives her the breeze yeah. to like get to. It's a um, warm the hole. spring breeze. I don't think I would have been able to survive without it. And he like that literally like helps her learn how to fly because after that point she's like totally fine gets with flying. Warm. And then at um at the very end when he gives his drop of power to just oh my bring gosh. Reese back to life, and she's like I'll give you anything, and he's like be happy, Farah. I mean oh. he's he's trying to come around. He's she trying, she yeah. was shitty also. You yes, know? and. Yeah, they both did things that were less than pleasant, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just, so. Yes. I hope we get to see a little bit more of Tamlin being happier and like being happier for Feyre and Reese, but I could see why it would take some time to come mm-hmm. around to it. Like if he really thought that she was in danger and all this stuff was happening, like, yeah, it would take me a while to come around to it too. Like when relationships end, especially in turmoil like that, like it can take some time to get over that. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope we can see a little bit more of him being a little bit more happy. I, when they went back to save Elaine this time around, I think that's one of my favorite parts of the book when she's like mm-hmm. trying so hard to get away and he helps her. And then he also like skedaddles. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Yeah. So what do you think? Did that feel like the end of a redemption arc like does he feel redeemed for you um I don't know if he feels completely redeemed I think I would still like to see a little bit more of an alliance like because even in like the last height like the last battle he comes with any army that he has and he they he like does fight on the side for Prithian but I, I don't know. I still would like to see more. I don't know if we're going to get more. Like, I think this was supposed to be the full redemption arc. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know. I think I would still like to see a little bit more before I'm like, oh, Tamlin's like, not, not awful. Like, mm-hmm. to be excited about Tamlin again, I would like to see more. Mm, yeah. Fair. Yeah, definitely to be excited about yeah. him. Yeah. So, hmm. yeah. Um, there were so many times before like foreshadowing Reese's self-sacrificing. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, there were like three parts in the book before it actually happens at the very end where like he had gone off and done his own thing. Like when he comes back from being on the continent and Mm -hmm. she's like, why did you go alone? Like you keep sacrificing yourself. Like you have to stop doing that. Mm -hmm. And 
he was like, like literally just brushes it off. I was sobbing because I knew what was happening when she was at the cauldron and he's she's like drawing from he's his like, power. I love you. I love you. I'd like be safe. Be like go. And I was just like sobbing. Like, how did she not realize that that's what was happening? Yeah, I guess she was. Her focus was elsewhere. That was <laughs> it. Was tough though, and I think it was sad. His self sacrifice, whatever, was sad. But I think I was just still more mad at Amran in that oh, moment yeah. because her betrayal, like I said, hit so much harder this time it for really me. It really did. And so I think I was just so mad at her that they were even in that position to have to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Because, I mean, it was pretty much Amran's fault at that point that they even had to do that. Yeah. And so Reese self-sacrificing himself, well, I guess that's what that would be, uh, sacrificing himself is basically because Amran couldn't, couldn't help. Yeah, I didn't yeah. love that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Sometimes I, when I remember the battle scene, I know it's Elaine that kills the King of Highburn, but for some reason, I feel like it's Nesta. It's because Nesta, I don't know, is like already kind of fighting with him. Yeah. And then Elaine <laughs> just sneaks in for like kill shot from behind. Gotcha. <laughs> well, or, and but doesn't Nesta like twist the knife and cut off his head though? Yes. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's probably why like okay. that part stinks in our mind. But yeah, <laughs> even Elaine is like, don't touch my sister. That's my sister. <laughs> yeah, I love that. But I think Elaine is going to be more badass than people uh-huh. expect because she hasn't had to be. Like she can be soft. Right. Because everybody else lets her but I also wonder if part of the reason why she's that soft is because she thinks that's what other people want from her Mm -hmm. yeah so I'm excited for an Elaine book yeah I'm really excited for Elaine book because even in this book she would be like no that's not what I was thinking or she would like stand up and say something and in the last book she was like fuck those queens yes yes. (laughs) I hope they all burn in hell I know oh that was so good (laughs) isn't it crazy though that like um so Elaine comes for Nesta when they're fighting, but like neither of them go for Feyre and go help her. I imagined for some reason, I imagined the like, obviously battlefield is very big and that the cauldron was like way not in the same location as okay. where um, Nesta and Elaine and Hybrin were fighting. Gotcha. Because I, I knew that they were trying to separate Hybrin mm-hmm. from where the cauldron was so Feyre could go there. And that Pharaoh was only watching it like through the cauldron. Right. And so I guess I oh, saw it as like they okay. were like so far away from each other that gotcha. it wasn't even like they could have. Like they would have been running through like a mile of battle. Gotcha. To get there. Okay. That, that's how I pictured it in my mind at least. Which I'm glad you bring that up because that's kind of just like out to the point you were saying in the very beginning where like this wasn't the best battle scene. Like I was confused at some points on like what was happening. Because from reading it the last time, I totally thought that the battle was like in like this bowl shaped like battlefield and Mm. everybody was like in the middle. And so people Mm. are like standing on like above just watching it happening, but that's not how it was at all. It was like all uphill and Reese and Farrah and like their crew was on the bottom watching it all happen on the top. Maybe that's what it was supposed to be. I feel like in my (laughs) mind it was, it was a little of both. Like there was like kind of some Valley, there was some uphill, there was some like, woody kind of area i don't know on the side there was like i think i just imagined it as like so many people like so large yeah there was just a lot going on but it's like yeah, a the biggest wide or something. but the biggest reason why i saw such a split is because nesta was trying to lure hybrid away yeah by calling that power and 
how long Amarin and Farah are charging forward mm-hmm. um, to try and get to the cauldron. So I, I just imagined it as being far enough that there wasn't really a... Yeah, that makes... Yeah. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, though. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, what did you... I, <laughs> every time, though, when I um, read or think about that scene when it's like, oh, and then Tamlin and friends came. Oh, yeah. and then Papa Archer on yeah. and the humans come. It's like, all I can imagine is that like Avengers assemble scene yeah. from um, uh, what yeah. is uh, the most... Endgame? Endgame, yes. Yeah. When they all come and land and they're coming through the portal yeah. and they all land and they're all facing them. That is 100% what I Yes. Oh my gosh, that's absolutely what I pictured too. It hit me so hard this time when they're looking out to sea. And Farrah's like, oh, no, they have more people coming. And then they see the flags. And then um, daddy, <laughs> I know. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And he's sailing on the Nesta. And then when he goes to Nesta to, like, try to save them, and he says to her, um, I loved you since the first moment that I held you. I'm so sorry for everything. I'm so sorry. And he just profusely kept apologizing. What do you think he's so sorry for? First sitting on his ass after he yeah. after his legs got hurt and yeah. um, everything went down. And she Nesta in particular was, like, the only one who hadn't really forgiven him yeah. for – not stepping up and trying to care for them. And I think that that's what he was apologizing for. And I think it was like, he finally had tried to go and do something right. Tried to go and help. And that, you know, that ended in his sacrifice, but yeah. But also it was, you know, I think in the last uh, episodes we were like, Oh, what is dad doing? Cause we kind of forgot. So, you know, he was going to gather the human armies and stuff. How do you think he knew to look for Vasa Uh or what she is? Because he was, you know, going to these sketchy meetings about the future of Perithian and things mm-hmm. or some threat to Perithian, right? So we knew he was doing that before he was gone for months. But I don't I don't know how he necessarily got himself so wrapped up in that. He's okay, he's a prince of merchants. Right. But how does that get you on the same level of like knowing details about the human queens on the continent? Right. Like those feel like very different levels of social class. Yeah. And so and how did you know that your kids were all fae? Yeah, there's just a lot that I don't understand how he yeah. knew unless he had some other in. Exactly. Unless, yeah, unless he like already knew what was all going on and everything, mm-hmm. which is why he maybe he had word marks on his house. Yeah, yeah. I, and um, I don't know that I made it, put it in my notes here. There's another point where... There's like a piece of jewelry or something that Farah yes. recognizes as something that she had seen from her father's study or like some somewhere in his travels. Yes. And she makes a comment about that too. It so was I, so old that she couldn't place the value of it. Yeah. And I don't know. So I, I don't understand how he knew to look for Vasa or knew yeah. that she was a firebird, right? Because that was the other thing. Like he had to know to go to that specific guy that had the... Yes. Um, spell over that sixth queen mm-hmm. like how did he find that information yeah you know? i i wonder that too because i kind of forgot it was him that found her and not lucian because even lucian comes back with her uh-huh. lucian isn't actually the one who found her lucian caught up with them later exactly and so and papa Artron is the one that warns them about the big war and how they have to go and help and all the yeah. things and so yeah it, that, it's just wild to me i'm like there are just there are so many questions left unanswered mm-hmm. for papa Ar- archeron mm-hmm. um 
specifically. I mm-hmm. I don't know. It makes me also wonder that Vasa is being held by some guy who like controls her. Don't we find out more about her and that whole thing I in Akasif? I think we do. I think so. Because isn't she near that lake where Koshi is and I where Nesta so. finds the crown or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, so I think we find out more about her in the next one. Mm-hmm. And I just don't remember yeah, I don't what remember it was. Either. And I'm hoping that we find out more about how her dad got and how Artron got dad got. Involved. I hope so too because I don't remember if we do find out more about about him in the next book. I know we find out a lot about Nesta and her feelings and how she felt about everything happening. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if we actually find out more about what he was actually doing yeah. on this major continent that we don't actually know that much about. Yeah. <laughs> that, that stuck out to me for sure, too. Yeah. Did you notice on the map that more things were filled out this time? Oh. So, like, if you look at the map... Like, there's more cities that are marked on Yeah. It. So, we've got the prison that's on there now. We've got Valaris, the Court of Nightmares. Uh, we've got the palace in the Dawn Court. And over on the continent, we have Monteseri, Valahan, and then... Rask pointed, like, way over to yeah. the right. Yeah. So, I'm like, what's going on in Rask? And when you've got, like, in the middle here... Oh, Rask. And then in the bottom, you have Scythia. Yeah. But it, have you noticed that where, like, the mountains that's and the... That's the lake. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the lake. But also, it looks like Africa. <laughs> that's funny. I had not noticed that. But, yeah, I guess it does. Yeah, because they mention... Um, uh, what is it? The, the th- Those three regions of... It must be the fairy realm regions. Mm-hmm. They do mention those as, like, one of them has money. One of them has, like, power and... Like Rask has both or something, or is like oh, large enough to have both. I didn't remember that. It's maybe towards the beginning. I don't. Oh, I that's know I really highlighted it, but it would take me a second to find where it was. That's okay. But I did. Um, somewhere in they were then when they're talking about those three regions, they they talk about them briefly because oh. they're trying to decide if it's worth like rallying people from there, oh, or like yeah. if those people ended up supporting Highburn. They're like concerns over that. So. Oh, that's really yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was it was mostly in passing, but. Since it was on the map, it does make it more interesting. Oh, did you notice? So when they went to save Elaine and she ended up taking the ferry back and her name was Briar. I was we have to always have some twin moment during always. this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Briar, the girl that was saved, yeah. who was like getting tortured in Hybrin's camp when and Farrah passes by and she's like, I just can't leave her. I can't yeah. leave her. I can't leave her. Interesting name, Briar. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of fan art of Miss Briar. <laughs> Does she look like a certain witch from Throne of Glass? Which one? Briar. She's one of the thirteen. Isn't her name Briar? One Hold of the up, I was. That is not where I. Hold oh, what? I was not going there at all. <gasps> what? <laughs> I thought that's where you're going. Sorry, never mind. Yeah, that's keep going. The, yeah, well, I don't know. I, the fact that she even has a name. I mean, you know, just like this uh, random girl she saves has this name and everything. And when they talk about her like moon white skin and I don't know, there was some oh. other feature they talk about. And the fact that her name is Briar, which is and the SJM name of one of not... the repeat names. Yeah, because she, she <gasps> said that I think before sometime in like an interview or something that she does not like. She doesn't have two characters with the same name. 
oh my gosh so i'm like really sure that it, that's one of the one of the 13 is her name and is we've Brian, definitely right? talked about how we think that the 13 didn't actually die maybe but they maybe went they just... somewhere else <gasps> so oh, i think that my briar the girl that was saved when farah was trying to get elaine i think that she's one of the 13 from throne of glass oh my gosh that is so interesting i did not put that together at all yeah i was gonna say <laughs> i think she's tanlin's mate Oh. And I think that's how he was so gung-ho to save them. Oh. Because... Did we see any other interaction between Tamlin and Briar? Not yet. We only know that he not saved, yet. helped save all of them. Mm-hmm. And the, but the reason that I think that is because Hybern is very picky on who he chooses to torture. And he specifically chooses Elaine mm-hmm. because it's going to hurt Feyre, where... There's no way that Briar is just like some random person. Some random human mm-hmm. that happens to be. And I don't think Tamlin would be as like adept to save Farah unless there was someone important in their group. Because he, I'm pretty sure he tries to get Azrael and them out first. And that's why he's helping Farah is so Azrael can just like get him and Briar out as quickly as possible. Interesting. Wouldn't that be interesting? Yeah, I don't remember Briar having any part in Akasif. So maybe she'll either. come back later. Maybe she won't come back at all. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, it's also oh. possible that we're just reading way too deeply into something right. we don't to, which <laughs> happens also. But theories about Briar. <laughs> Who is she? Yeah. Very interesting. Oh my god. Oh gosh. yeah, that would be funny if that was maybe where she fit in with. Tamlin but so all we know now is that she's been left off with some folks in winter yes that's where she she gets dumped with them yeah because they have fuzzy animals I know that was so cute (laughs) cute. fuzzy animals huh she likes some funny fuzzy animals oh I didn't even think about that either (laughs) I didn't either until just this second Tamlin's a fuzzy animal (laughs) all right well oh my gosh oh my god speaking of animals Growls of blush. Oh my god! <laughs> Drown out the sounds of the dog. Oh my god! But, but to be fair, if you read, <laughs> if you read that page, like a couple paragraphs above that, yeah, Reese does put a shield around the tent, which oh I god. think is supposed to be a, a sound <laughs> shield, like right before that happens. I didn't remember that happening. I think I just because yeah. I hear so many people laugh about the growls of pleasure, yeah. but so I don't think anybody else could hear it. I think oh it was gosh. happening within the privacy of their own tent. But could you imagine if they were though, and people are just dying, and he's like, the. <laughs> 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 Memes and jokes about that I always crack me oh up. Oh my god, so that's funny. so funny. Yep. Going back to um, talking about witches, when did the Illyrians ask Nesta, are you a witch? And she yeah. just goes, yes. <laughs> Cassian's like, no, 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 you're not. You're not a witch. You are not. <laughs> and he goes on and on about how she's not a witch and what a witch means. And she's like, well, I still could be one. <laughs> well, didn't you think that was interesting, though, that they specifically described how a witch was different from a fae? Mm-hmm. That it's what that yeah. they amass power beyond their natural reserve. Right. So I, I thought that was really interesting. Because I wonder if that was foreshadowing if maybe one of them really, like, I wonder if. Witch? Yeah. Like or, more? Yeah. Like, Whose name means dark witch? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought that was interesting that they would even 
make that distinction. It makes me feel like witches at some point, and maybe because of Throne of Glass, mm-hmm. are going to be uh, more important because they can amass power beyond what they yeah. should have. So that kind of brings back to Briar, right? So she's with um, Moore's bestie mm-hmm. now in the Winter Court. Which was adorable, by the way. Oh my gosh, that was so cute. When they were squealing. Oh, I just, I loved that. It's like kind of the first time that you see more just like overly. Be a person. Ex- yeah, I loved it. But so if Moore's name means like dark witch and now Briar, who theory could be one of the 13 and now she's with Moore's bestie, mm. it's like there could, there could be a connection here and like maybe some more power it also yeah. it kind of thinking about like the witch and like the power that they t- that they like basically it reminds me of like taking from the ground or taking from wherever it kind of reminds me of venom i was just i was wondering <laughs> if you were gonna go there yeah i don't remember i don't remember much about the witch's power in throne of glass i like read I it too either. long ago um besides that they have the what's it called when they explode and power oh, sacrifice the, themselves the yielding the yielding that's yeah. the only thing that i remember about them uh-huh but maybe i'll have to do some research again on, and look back at it yeah, yeah to see what exactly that is and how that might fit in or who we think might be right which oh, so interesting oh my gosh um, um what else we see. got here I know. uh oh as giving elaine truth teller that was one of the pieces where i think it reinforced there's something crazy happening between Az and uh-huh. Elaine. And both Cassian and Reese are just kind of like. Vera's like, has that ever happened before? And they're nope. like, no. <laughs> he does not let anyone else touch that knife. Yeah. And we, so we spend a lot of time away from our friends and family in this book. And so I want to know what's going on while all of this is happening. Like, are they really just spending so much time together? Like. Who knows? Mm, yeah. Yeah. I need to find that Azrael bonus chapter. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. I haven't read it either. I think it's from Akasif. We'll have to look up, see yeah. if we can find all of the other versions. Because uh-huh. I, well, I think I do have a newer-ish version. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if it's in the back of mine and I just haven't even seen it. Yeah. Well, I think it's like uh, how the new Crescent City oh, is going to be yeah. where like Barnes and Noble and Target and Walmart mm-hmm. and all the ones. I think they had different uh, bonus chapters. Oh, oh, that's really so. Even if you have a new one, it would be yeah. like where you got it. Yeah, because I think I got mine from Barnes and Noble. So I yeah, don't, I don't know. Yeah, but the only other thing that I have that I wanted to specifically make note of, I didn't realize the bargain about when it's time to go there, we go together. It's a bargain talking about when, mm-hmm. basically when they're going to die, they're going to die together. I didn't realize it happened here. I didn't either. I thought it happened in A Court of Frost and Starlight. Yeah. I thought it was like after she already got pregnant. Yes. I didn't realize it happened now, but yeah, yeah, I, but they were, I, uh, I was like, wait, what? She goes, the skin on my left arm tingled oh like a warm God. snake down it. Another tattoo there. I was like, uh-huh. wait a second. I didn't realize it was in this I didn't book. either. Holy cow. Yeah, I was really surprised by that. Mm-hmm. So that, and the fact that that was how that finished off, knowing what's going to happen, I was like, holy crap. Well, and then when she was talking about it, I don't think she was talking like, 
I don't want to say seriously because she obviously wasn't it was serious. It like a bargain. Right. She and Reese just, is like, all right. It's a bargain. It's a bargain. Yeah. And it's, I think she's. It was unintentional. Yes. I think it was unintentional. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, that just brings up so much PTSD from Axif. I know. <laughs> or from Frost and Starlight, right? This isn't an Axif. It's an Axif, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Are you excited for the Christmas special? Yes. Oh my gosh. In front of the Christmas tree. I know. Yeah. Look forward to uh, a quarter frost and starlight. The Christmas special of Akatar is the timing is lining up so well. It really we is. We are going to have it release on Christmas Eve. And yes, we're going to record in front of my Christmas tree. So I hope oh, so you're fun. excited for that. So cute. <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, because um, the last two books have just been like massive things mm-hmm. happening. I forgot how much happened in this book. A lot. Oh my goodness. Just run from here and run from there. And we've got this happening and mm-hmm. now this happening. And now we get to listen about snowball fights. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be cute. Um, it'll be a nice little little breather yeah, before we so go too. into... Yeah, then we just have Silver Flames, Crescent yeah. City 1 and 2... And we got a new Crescent City oh coming out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I will unfortunately be out of town when it arrives at my house. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And everybody's going to have read it by the time that I come home. I'm going to have to keep, it's going to be like Iron Flame. I'm going to have to keep I know. my mouth shut. I felt so bad when I was going to read Iron Flame right when it came out. I was like trying to wait until you were done. But then you went and picked it up. She's like, I can't wait for mine to come in the mail tomorrow. No, no, no. It wasn't it wasn't tomorrow. It was because Amazon had some issues with their um shipping, remember? Mine some, was perfectly fine. Well, so some of the pre-orders got like the delivery mm. got pushed way back because yeah. they didn't actually have the right amount of stock for it. Oh, really? There's, well, cuz I think a lot of people pre-ordered it and then um they like kind of each of the businesses didn't really realize they exactly how many pre-orders oh, yeah. they would have. And so when my delivery date got pushed back weeks, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm actually yeah. going to get um, like the first edition or get one now. And right. so that was why I ran out to yeah. get one. But it was really funny because she's like, oh, I'm not going to start it. And then I see on Goodreads, you're halfway through it. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you literally said you weren't going to start I know. It. I'm the worst and the worst. <laughs> yeah, I read that book in two days and I read I this one in 10. <laughs> Okay, it, which is hilarious too because the word count is in so Iron Flame, high. In Iron it's Flame. higher than Crescent City too. Yeah, it's it's a long book for sure. Yeah, and um, I was dragging through that one. Yeah, because there was a lot happening, and I wasn't like as interested in like the first half of it. And we'll, I mean, we'll have a whole episode yeah. on it eventually, but. Yeah, yeah, that one I'd really dragged through. Anyways, yeah, so we've got, <laughs> we've got, um, it'll be good though. Yeah, new books so coming too. out pretty soon and we've got uh, a couple good episodes coming out before then. I'm so excited. And then we'll have to start thinking about what we're going to do after Crescent City 3 comes yeah. out. Yeah. Which is so wild. Good point. Well, if you've made it this far in the episode and you have <laughs> suggestions that you'd like to throw out there, or if you are an author and want your book <gasps> to be considered go. for one of our episodes in mm-hmm. early uh 2024 now right. is a good time to get on our schedule because we do start to plan our books early we do uh so let us know if you have good suggestions or if you're really excited about one that yeah. you want us to add to our list and feel free to look on our goodreads um, there we the go <laughs> link is in our bio so you can see what we've already read yeah <laughs> uh but yes i love it love which it. is so fun we also do book clubs every month and right now we're focusing on sjm deep dive so yeah. Today, when we meet with our book club, we're doing Akatar at Akmath. And then for December, we'll do um, like Akawar 
Frost and Starlight and probably Silver, Silver Flames. Flames. Yeah. yeah. And then January will be all Crescent City. Yep. And so for February, we're definitely open to ideas. If you're mm-hmm. looking to join a book club in Denver, mm-hmm. we have been having so much fun, so many new faces, and we've got a group chat to be added to as well. So yeah, give us some advice. Let us know what kind of books you guys are looking at. There are some series I definitely have on mind for mm-hmm. 2024. Yep. But we know how TBRs go. Yeah. So. They're just suggestions. <laughs> the suggestions. It's like... A rough outline yep. <laughs> that I don't end up getting to. <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for joining us today and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye guys. Thank you so much for joining us on Miss Willow's Book Club Podcast. Check us out on Instagram and TikTok at Miss Willow's Book Club Pod for our upcoming reads. Keep, Keep it, it spicy, book lovers! <laughs> <laughs>